Welcome to the She Did It Her Way podcast, where it's all about making the ultimate leap from your nine to five and building a business and life you love, all while doing it your way. I'm your host, Amanda Bolin. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast and again, happy new year. This month we are diving into all things goals, not only on the podcast, but also inside Elevate University, which is our coaching membership for new entrepreneurs where you can achieve breakthrough results in your business by cultivating the right mindset and creating the right systems in your business. So if you are enjoying the topics that we're talking about on the podcast, whether it's this month or future episodes in future months, definitely make sure that you check out Elevate University because that's where we take this content beyond the podcast and apply it and coach through it so that you can build the business of your dreams and achieve breakthrough results. Before we dive into today's episode, I do want to give a shout out to this week's iTunes review listener. That is Tina Biana. I think I'm saying that right. And her review is called Brilliantly Humble. Amanda Bolin is brilliant. This podcast is incredibly informative for starting a business and for productivity. There is not one episode on her podcast that isn't worth listening to. Amanda is super strategic in all her episodes. I love how she speaks openly about her experiences and she gives solid advice. She also picks the best people to interview and is an incredible interviewer. I hardly ever give reviews, but this podcast is too good to not review. Tina, thank you for um, taking the time and leaving the review. It means so much to me for you guys tuning in and choosing the She Did It Her Way podcast as one of the podcasts that you tune into every week as I know over the years, there's just been so many more podcasts that have come on the market and it truly means so much to me that you are here and if you've been with us since the beginning, you know that things are always changing and always evolving and I'm excited as we step into 2021 to really start to elevate the things that help us move our business forward, whether you are tuning in and maybe you have a business idea but haven't taken that first step or you're in the first few years of being a business owner and those trying years, shall I say, from zero to two especially, are some of the most challenging and also the most opportunistic years to choose to grow and become the next best version of yourself. That's one of the things that I do wholeheartedly believe that entrepreneurship and being your own boss and being your own business owner really calls you to step into and really calls you to decide who you want to be and how you need to be in order to achieve the goals that you want and build the business that you desire. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about a concept called a being list. And so this is really asking you to look rather at your rather than looking at your goals and first deciding what it is that you must do in order to achieve your goals, which is important. Instead, first decide who do you need to be in order to achieve the goals that you desire, okay? So I'm gonna talk about two concepts on today's episode. The first is identify who your goals need you to be. And the second one is closing that gap between your future self and who you are today to to create the business that you desire in your life. And this is really, really key because when we look at identifying who your goals need you to be, that is asking you to become that person that you need to be in order to achieve your goals. So for 
example, let's say a goal of yours this year is to become a full-time business owner. Rather than writing down initially all the things that you're going to do, which again is important, first ask yourself, who am I being as a full-time business owner? And that question helps you identify who it is that you need to be. And one of my closest friends, Shauna Van Bogart, who's been on the show before, once said that it's important to operate from your vision, not to your vision. And the distinction of that is subtle, yet so impactful. Because if we're always operating to something, it's always presupposing that it's out of reach. Whereas when we operate from, that presupposes that we already have it within us and it's up to us to make decisions and act as if we already are to become that next version. And in this example, when you ask yourself as someone who is still working a full-time job, who has had the idea of starting a business, but isn't really sure where or how to get started, what you do is you ask yourself, who am I being and how do I need to be if I'm a full-time business owner? And what you can do in this example is take yourself out of the experience and become the observer at this point. So let's pretend that you're watching someone else write down the goal of becoming a full-time business owner. Observe that person and write down what you know to be true about that person as if you are watching yourself in a movie. You're no longer living your life, you're watching your life. And I'm asking you to tell me about that person that you're watching. Who is she or he? How are they being? How are they behaving? And maybe as a full-time business owner, you are watching yourself be present, be disciplined, be centered, focused, diligent. And you can do this with any goal because when you operate from a place of being present, disciplined, centered, focused, diligent, the action in which you take is different than where you are today. And you can do this with any goal. Think about the different areas in your life in which you can set goals for. Maybe it's family, career, social, financial, intellectual, health. Let's say you want to be more financially savvy. Save six months of expenses and pay off credit card debt. The question I would ask is for you to tell me about this person. Who is this person that saves six months of expenses and pays off credit card debt? Who is she being? How does she operate as someone who saves six months of expenses and pays off credit card debt? Maybe it's that she is abundant. She's being abundant. She's being disciplined. She's being more than enough, which by the way, we all are more than enough because we are human. Maybe she's being intentional. Let's say that you decide on a specific health goal. Take a moment, become the observer and ask, tell me about this person who has a specific health goal. Who is she being? Maybe you come up with the following list. Well, you know, she's being active. She's going for walks. She's being intentional. She's being mindful. She is energetic. She's being energetic. She's being excited. And the purpose of your being list is to identify who you need to be in order to operate and make decisions from that place. The business owner who is a seven-figure earner operates completely different than someone who is a six-figure earner. It doesn't mean one is better than the other. What it simply means is, is that when you have a goal that you want to achieve this result, you have to ask yourself, who do I need to be in order to achieve that goal? 
Someone who says that they want to build a business, but there's no action is different than someone who builds a business. Because if someone has a six-figure business, there's someone who takes action. They are being in alignment and integrity with what they need to not only be, but do so they can have in order to achieve that result. Okay, so first step is identifying, knowing once you know your goals, it's asking the question, who do I need to be in order to achieve this goal. The second part of today's episode is about closing the gap. And this is really understanding that when you identify who you need to be, then your goal is to make decisions to operate from that place, to show up as that person. Because then you are living as if you already are. And this is key because even though the decisions you may make today as if you are that full-time business owner of tomorrow, you may not see a direct physical result of your decision today immediately to provide that reinforcement of who you're becoming. And I want to share with you, it is important to A, trust the process and B, be patient because over time, you'll notice, see, and feel the change. Notice how being patient is one of the most critical ways of being as a business owner and and, and to experience any growth in life. We can't just Amazon Prime the results that we want because in this life, The growth is really about who we become along the way. What you're doing here as you operate and make decisions from your future self and from that person who has the results that you desire, you are, in essence, what I like to say is collapsing the timeline where you're bringing that future into the present. And that is what catapults you into becoming the person that you desire to be who achieves the results that you want. I've shared on the podcast before that most people operate from a have, do, be mindset. I used to operate this way and I'm going to share a story about that. Meaning that in order to be someone or something, you must first do the activity and have something to initiate it. An example of this is I'm currently reading a book called The Psychology of Money. And in it, the author points out that he experienced people who would purchase luxury cars when he was the valet person for a luxury hotel in the LA area. And he noticed that people who would purchase luxury cars, they would do it from this place. And again, not all people who have luxury cars purchase from a place of needing to be someone different. But it was a pattern that he saw that he would notice people would purchase a luxury item, the car in this case, in order to be someone different than they were. And in this example, the individual, the car owner, thought that by having this luxury car, they could then drive it, which is due, and then would become this rich person, satisfied person, right? That's the, if I have something, I can do something, I can become someone. When actually operating from that place can create this never enoughness mentality because you'll constantly be on the search for the next thing to enable you to be someone. It's a condition on our ability to be. The car does not make the person. The person makes the car. The Chanel bag does not make the person. The person makes the Chanel bag, right? Another example, one that I am closely familiar with because it was it's part of my story and growth and where I've gone through. And if you've been tuning into the podcast, you've probably heard this story before, but it's something that I used to tell myself. And I would say when I hit six figures, then I'll have made it, then I'll be happy. And what I did was, is I put a condition on myself that I could have never quote unquote claimed I made it. 
or be happy until I hit six figures. And what this did was it created a closed loop that never put me in a position of winning or succeeding because my happiness or my ability to say that I made it was conditioned based on something outside of me. Instead, the key is to be that person before ever doing anything or having anything because when you can be happy and grateful in the midst of chaos and the midst of looking at your bank account and trying Trust me, it's not where you want it to be. Been there before. And in the midst of your life right now, when you might be listening to this and thinking, Amanda, this sounds really nice, but life is kind of crap. And maybe your life isn't what you expected it to be. When you can decide ahead of time to be that person, that will unlock your limitless potential. That will get you out of your closed loop. And it's simple, but just because something is simple doesn't necessarily mean that it's always easy. Someone who I have always admired that does this really well in the sense that they don't live based on conditions is my husband. And regardless of what is happening around him, he always finds a way to be happy, to be joyful and be grateful. I, on the other hand, had struggled with this skill. And notice how I said skill. And because learning to be unconditionally happy, joyful, grateful, disciplined, you name it, whatever that is that's on your being list in order for you to achieve your goals, you name it, that is a skill. And because it's a skill, it means that you can cultivate it. And yes, it may take practice. Yes, there may be times where you find yourself getting frustrated because it is quote unquote not working. That's where the patience comes in, right? We live in a society where everything is so immediate and gratification that if we don't get the results that we want immediately, whether it's tomorrow, next week, next month, next quarter, next year, we default into thinking that it's not working and we give up. And yes, there'll be times when your body will want to revert back to its old ways of being because that is how it has physically been trained over many years. Your body may be trained to love pain so much that it feels good. And this was really eye-opening for me when I read Joe Dispenza's book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. It was completely eye-opening. Our brain creates these neural pathways and what fires together, wires together. And that is truly how you, we, we have habits. We have a way of being. And it's about breaking the habit of being yourself. But you can do it. We can do it. We all can do it. It's a constant and conscious choice every day. And here's the thing. I know you can do hard things. And in Elevate University, this is where we unpack these crucial learning moments because so much, if not all of the things and the results that we have in our life is really about transforming ourselves from the inside out. That's why you can have the best laid plan about everything that you're going to do to achieve your goals, but not take action. It's because there's something internally happening and that we need to unpack and work through. And that's what we do inside Elevate University because it is such an inside job to create the results on the outside. And if you find yourself struggling with knowing how to be a certain way, a tool, which I shared a little bit earlier on in the episode, is that you can try on someone else else's brain. I remember as a kid in Dubuque, Iowa, at our local mall, there was this gift shop. And I remember going in there and seeing these WWJD bracelets in gift stores. I had seen them around and I didn't really think a whole lot about them. And I didn't quite understand the power, not only of necessarily the bracelet, but what the actually the bracelet was trying to get someone to do. And today, 
I can fully understand and appreciate the underlying question. And again, I'm not saying to ask yourself, what would Jesus do? That is, of course, unless it's aligned with you and your values. But in this case, what I'm suggesting is that if you find yourself in a position where you're not quite sure where to go, how to operate, what decision to make, in which you know my, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I don't love the phrase, I don't know, because if you say I don't know, then your brain hears that and it keeps you stuck. And instead, if you ever catch yourself saying, well, I don't know, change it, ask yourself, okay, but if I did know, what would the answer be? So you can try that. If that doesn't work, then what you can do is apply the WWJD. And what I mean by that is you can ask yourself, what would blank blank person do? Finding someone that's aligned with your values, finding someone that you look up to, and you don't have to know them personally. They could be someone that you've consumed their content. It could be a Tony Robbins. It could be a Brooke Castillo. It could be an Amy Porterfield, whoever. And you can ask yourself what that person would do. How would that person make a decision? How would they operate, right? Ultimately, you can start with yourself. I ask myself, when I find myself in a place where I'm a little stuck or need a little help and need to make a decision, I might ask myself, what would seven figure Amanda do? How would she make decisions in this place? How would she operate? And I think this is really key because especially in the beginning stages of building your business, dependent upon where you're at, and I know I use this example over and over, but I think it's one that resonates with a lot of people, is when you're first starting out and you've got the demands of your full-time job while you are moonlighting and working during the evenings and putting time time into your side hustle to make it your full-time hustle, it can be really easy to procrastinate. And I think in that moment, you can ask yourself, what would my future self want to do in this moment? What would she say? What would she decide? What would Josie as a full-time business owner, how would she operate right now? Like, would she close the laptop and procrastinate? Or would she sit here, figure it out, push through the uncomfortableness and make it happen, right? So that's one, that's, that's a way to make sure that you're keeping yourself accountable. Here's the beautiful thing is that the only thing you need in order to initiate anything in your life comes from within you, not outside of you. Back to what I was saying before is that most people think that they need to have something in order to do something so that they can be something. And it's actually the opposite. You first need to be someone to then do something to then have. And so whatever that goal is in whatever area of life that you have, Know who you need to be. Take action and operate from that place to achieve the results that you want. Who you are being is driven by the thoughts that you think. And in order to be, let's say, disciplined, the question you have to ask yourself is what are the thoughts that I need to think on purpose in order to maintain discipline? What if it's about being patient in the midst of building the business and you're thinking this is not working, this is not working, right? That's the thought. But you want to be someone of patience What's the different thought that you can think to help facilitate and drive patience? Instead of thinking it's not working, it's not working, maybe you can think, I know it's working. I'm being patient. This is how it goes. I'm being patient. I know it's working. I'm helping the right people. I believe in my why. People need me. My goals need me, right? Decide and create supporting thoughts that allow you to be and operate that person you need to be in order to create the results that you want. When you have your vision and when you know where you're heading, it creates focus and focus creates results. As a recap, two things. One, identify who you need to be for your goals. Two, write down the thoughts that you need to think on purpose to ensure that you maintain that way of being. 
As I've shared before with Napoleon Hill, our thoughts create our emotions that produce act that create action that produces a result. And if we really want to change who we're being and how we operate and the results that we achieve, we have to change the thoughts that we think because they drive our actions. And so this is the stuff that I coach my students in Elevate University. And if you are on the path of building your business, whether you have zero business, only an idea, and you want help getting out of your own way, and you want help cultivating an ironclad mindset, along with building the right systems and building a business you love from the start, then I invite you to come hang out with us. Check out at shedidaherway.com forward slash elevate, or you can simply head to shedidaherway.com. But I am so excited. This is the stuff. This is the work. And this is life-changing work. So until next week, my friend, keep doing it your way. If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, you can head on over to shedidaherwaypodcast.com where you can access the entire vault of She Did It Her Way podcast episodes and more information all about how to make the ultimate leap from your nine to five. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I would be so grateful if you headed on over to iTunes and left a review letting me know what you love about the She Did It Her Way podcast. Until next time, keep doing it your way.